Hello and welcome to Nerd Girl Musings Podcast. My name is Jen and I'm so glad you're here. Well, it's been a minute since I've uh, recorded an episode, I realized. I was minding my own business today and all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, it's been a while. I think the last time I recorded something was in maybe early October or late September, so I apologize for that. Apparently, I just needed a good old break, and a lot has happened. There's been a lot going on in the world since I was on here last, and I'm probably going to break this up into a few different episodes just because why not? It's my absolute favorite time of year, and that is fall and Halloween, a.k.a. spooky season. Um, I have been a horror movie, scary movie fan since I can remember. There's really not a scary movie that I have met that I didn't like. Um, My top favorite movies would be Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is number one. Um, And I'm not going to go through all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, although... A coworker of mine did rank them in his preference of what was best, and I think that would be interesting to revisit all of those movies one of these days. But um, Hocus Pocus is in there just because it's one of the funnest movies. Um, I keep coming back to the Scream franchise. I really liked the first one. Um, Some of them got kind of bad, and then they got better, and then they got worse, and so I'm excited to see the new one coming up. Um, I think it comes out in like January or something. They missed the target date for spooky season. Uh, What else? Oh, I keep also coming back to the It franchise, both original and the new version. I don't find them scary. I just think they're a really good story. And I think I've talked about this before, but I wish that I could combine the actors from the original and the new updated version because I think we would have a much better, much better movie. But anyway, so I found myself watching the original It Tonight. And while I was getting some stuff done and cooking dinner, I I was like, oh, let me put a different movie on. So I I put on Signs, M. Night Shyamalan. Now, the movie is 95% good. And I would say the same holds true for, uh, what is it, The Village? Uh, with Bryce Dallas Howard in it, and he's got Joaquin Phoenix in both. I don't know if it's an M. M. Night Shyamalan thing, but the movies are really, really good until you get near the end, and then they just crash and burn. And it's frustrating to me because you invest so much in the characters, you invest so much in the story, and then it just falls apart with something ridiculous and stupid. Um, So 
that is a little irritating. But anyway, I had it on in the background and and I was kind of watching it as I was getting stuff done. And I thought, oh, this is such a good movie. Um, and Patricia Kembler is in there and I really like her. Um, side note, did anybody used to watch the TV series Sisters? Now, this was on in mid-90s because I was a babysitter and I loved being able to babysit on Saturday nights because it was on on Saturdays and I would watch it after I put the kids to bed and then it would be done before the parents came home. So it was one of my absolute favorite shows and Patricia Kembler was was one of the sisters, Celia Ward, Swoozy Kurtz, um... Oh, Frankie was played by, uh, she was a model. Um, It'll come to me. But they played sisters, and I used to be so jealous of the fact that there were these sisters. They were named after boys because it was Alex and Frankie and Georgia um, and Teddy. And I, I just wanted to be one of one of those girls. Um, so anyway, uh, Patricia Kembler is in Signs, and the soundtrack itself is also pretty good. Um, and the whole idea of the movie, it's very suspenseful. There, it's kind of like Jaws in a way where it, um, it gives you a little bit, but not enough until the end, and then... It just, it just falls apart. So, you know, that's, that's frustrating. And so I'm curious, have any of you also had that same frustration with his movies? Um, And I've noticed he's always in his movies in some parts, like he, he has a cameo of some sort in there. Um, And I don't know. So I don't know, is it intentional that he can do such a good job and then fall apart at the end? Or does somebody think, oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Let's go with it because that's the best idea. That's the idea that won out over all the other ideas that were out there. So I don't know. And for all of you that are M. Night Shyamalan fans, uh, I'm sorry if you happen to like his movies and his style, um, it just tends to make me look at a movie differently when I see that it's one of his. I'm like, mm, I'm, I can probably wait until it comes out in video. <laughs> wow, that just flashed me back. I can wait until it comes out to stream. Um, so if I was waiting for video, I'd have to go back in time. But... Anywho, so this is my favorite time of year where I get to watch all of my favorite movies. Every streaming platform has dozens of options. Some things I've seen over and over again, other things I have never seen, which are exciting to me. And I'm part of this, this group at my, at my job. And every year for uh, Halloween, we go through all these different kinds of horror movies, and it's a lot of fun to get exposure to things that other people find really fun and fascinating or 
how they feel about something. Um, so speaking of, let's talk about the Squid Game. And if you were a fan of the Squid Game and really enjoyed it, I apologize because I did not. I was not a fan. And it was one of those shows that had so much hype and so much buildup. And I thought, oh, wow, this is, this is going to be something. So it is the largest thing that um, Netflix has had, especially uh, for a foreign, uh, foreign film. And so I thought, well, it's got to be good. If that many millions of people are watching and tuning in, this has got to be really good. And unpopular opinion, (laughs) I hated it. Not so much that I turned it off, because I am also the type of person that has to actually watch the whole thing. Like, I can't stop a book when, even though I think it's bad and I'm bored or I hate it, I still can't stop. I have to finish the whole thing. So... You know, to have this show that apparently is loved by everybody on the planet. And my first reaction was, this is what they're getting all excited about. So I was highly bummed out with, with the, with the show itself. And, you know, to be honest, the first episode, I started watching it and I was like, is this really the, the right like, did I pick the right thing? Um, is there another Squid Game or something that I'm missing somewhere? Um, because I almost turned it off in the first episode because I thought I was missing something. Um, and then come to find out that, no, that's just how it starts. But it, the only episode I liked, and for anybody that has seen it, or not seen it, I guess I should say, turn this off now, go watch it, and then come back because I'm going to end up giving stuff away. But I I really liked the episode with uh, Red Light, Green Light, and that is the only one I liked. I don't know why I, I liked that game. Um, I think it was just the giant girl that they had turning around with her laser eyes and um and that one that one seemed like a great introduction to it so you know when I saw that episode I was like oh yeah okay uh maybe it won't be as bad as it seems and I feel like it just went from bad to worse and it was it was gory and bloody and violent just to be so. Like it didn't feel like it had to be. And the other thought that came to mind too when I was watching this is it felt very much like the Hunger Games, but for adults. So here we have a bunch of people that are deeply in debt and they have no nowhere else to go, nothing else going for them, and they have the opportunity to win all this money as long as they make it through these games and they keep playing. 
and they're allowed to stop playing if everybody decides that they want to stop. So we have all these people that are deeply in debt and are somewhat helpless or so far in that they feel they have no other choice. And, you know, I can understand the draw of something like that. Um, and the, the exit clause or whatever you want to call it, it allows them to stop playing as long as everybody agrees. And at one point, they all agree to get out. So they start with 460 some odd people. And then at some point, they, they vote to stop playing. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it boggles my mind that they, they let all these people go. And then when they come back, because ultimately they find, oh gosh, I, you know, if I go back in the real world, all those problems that I was running away from are now coming back and I have to face them. So they decide to start playing again, but they don't come back with everybody. And that's something that bothered me because I was like, not everybody returned. So how do you know that these people aren't, they're not telling someone or they're not, they're not, um, I don't know, sharing your, your secret. I mean, how does nobody know? So that part kind of bugged me. Um, and I can tell you what's probably going to be huge for uh, Halloween costumes this year, and that's going to be these keepers, the the people from the show, because, I mean, it was kind of iconic. And, you know, they only have a triangle and a square on their black. It, it almost looks like... Um, a fencing mask. Like, that's what I keep thinking of whenever I see it, is fencing. And so, you know, they're all wearing these these outfits and stuff. And so you know that's going to be the big... That's going to be the big thing this year for Halloween. We're going to see squid game characters everywhere. Um, I, I, yeah, so... I got bored with it, and I continued to watch. Um, you know, some of these games are specific to Korea, so I had never heard of them, like the one where they have the cookie. Um, so I didn't get it when they had sugar and they were making stuff. I, I had no idea. Um, but that's a, a game. And I don't know. It just, it was disappointing to me, I guess, in the end. And it just felt like glorified Hunger Games. Like, we have already been here. We've done that. And yeah, in the Hunger Games, it wasn't about child games. But you still had these super rich people that were betting on these contestants who were desperate in some way. And what we find 
is that um, the the old man who you is player one, and you right away feel sorry for him because he's old. He has a tumor in his brain. And so, you know, you start feeling protective. You think of your grandfather or your father, and, and you you don't want to see the old man get hurt. And so there comes a point in the game, and you know it's coming. He's made it so far, and when he has to partner with the main character, then um, one of them has to die. And he betrays the old man, and the old man, uh, we think, gets shot. And come to find out, at the end, the old man is, he's the one behind it. Like, he started this whole thing. And I'm curious to see if any of you think uh, Frontman is his son, So Frontman's the one that's kind of managing everything from the control tower. Um, And we have a cop that sneaks in, and the cop is looking for his brother, who I think is the Frontman, which means he won one year and then became this role. But is that their father then? I There's a connection there, and I just can't quite figure it out. So at the end, our guy wins. And he goes, um, and he he um, essentially gets pulled back in, and he goes to this room, and he finds the old man, and he learns the story of here's what happened, and the old man said that him and his friends were kind of bored, so they created this game, and here we are, and so then the old man dies, and we feel that's the end. Well, then the very last thing. The old man faked his death again, and it seems like they're just starting it right back up. So I th- I'm i pretty sure there's going to be a season two, because with it being this big, they're not going to get away without it. But is he going to try to go back in again? Or, I mean, I don't know how much you can do from the inside, but they know who you are, so you can't really... I don't know. So it's a bunch of rich people that bet on these people and eventually just give all their money to one of them. One of them wins and end of story. So very disappointing for all that it was hyped up to be and talked up to be. It just was not something that I I enjoyed. And like I said, I watched it to the end because I cannot turn these stupid things off. I have to know how it ends. And, you know, then while I was in the middle of it, I was like, well, here's at least one podcast episode where we can talk about the Squid Game. So I'm curious, what are your thoughts? How did you feel about the Squid Game? Would you watch a season two if it came out? Are you kind of moving past that? Um, Let me know shoot me an email, drop a line on my Instagram, let me know. Uh, speaking of TV shows and Netflix, they are done filming Stranger Things 4, but it sounds like we are not going to get it until sometime in 2022. So that's rather disappointing for fans that I know that have been waiting impatiently through the pandemic, but hopefully it will be well worth the wait. Um 
I just, I'm curious to see how much longer they can go now that COVID has extended everything because these kids are not kids anymore. And some of them really shot up over the last year or so. I mean, the boys had some growth spurts. Millie Bobby Brown is, uh, she's looking like a young woman and I just don't think it can make them look young and innocent for too much longer. It's it's going to be time to either bring in new characters or end the show, which originally they said they only had like five seasons kind of planned. So perhaps that is what they're going to go with. I would like to see them go out on top while things are good, storylines good, acting is good, rather than uh, milk it for all it's worth and destroy it like... I don't know, Game of Thrones, perhaps. Um, So that's all I got for you tonight. Thank you for sticking around. Take care and be well.